I'm really delighted this morning to welcome um, Carmen Alvarez, who's Viva's um, director in Latin America, and Brian Wilkinson, who's um, head of Viva's network operations based in Oxford, and we recently climbed a big mountain together. Um, Carmen is with us because all of Viva's staff are over in the UK for two weeks on a conference. Um, so she's very kindly come to speak to us this morning. Just in case you've not heard of Viva, it's a charity that we've been supporting as a church for a number of years. It's a children's charity working in 33 countries um, across the world, um, supporting through churches and uh, local organizations, children at risk, so children who are on the streets, um, children who don't have parents, and Carmen's going to tell us a bit more about Viva's work. In case I forget to say later, because I probably will, if you want more information, there's a sheet to put your name on at the back or some magazines to take away. But Carmen, um, oh, and I should have said, sorry, we've been supporting the Bolivia network um, just over the last eight to ten months, so it's great to have you here to tell us a bit more about the work there. Can you um, give us a flavour of what characterises Viva's work, um, specifically in Bolivia? Okay. Thank you, thank you. Good morning, and I am happy to be here. Thank you for inviting us to talk a little. Um, in Bol Bolivia is a country of contrast. contrast. Uh, Bolivia has a <clears throat> big population, and they have a, at least seventy percent of the people are indigenous, and the other part is no indigenous. And because that, <clears throat> many of the people are very poor. Uh, many children are at risk, and Viva is doing their uh, working with the church. And working in the church, not just to be together in the building, is trying to make the church has a meaning for the community. How the church can involve in all that is happening with the children at risk in, in Bolivia. And this is very important, how the network are working with families, with children at risk, with government, with other key leaders in the community to do uh, changes uh, in the life of the children. Thank you. Um, I wonder if you could share um, a story with us that characterizes um, the work of Viva Network and the hope that, that you're able to bring. Okay. Uh, I think... Uh, uh, one of the most important challenge uh, that we have in Bolivia is about the domestic abuse. I think it's uh, important because it's in home, because it's with family, because it's in the place where the children are supposed to be secure and safe, but this is not happening in families in Bolivia. In Bolivia, 32% um, of the claims in the justice is about the sexual abuse in home to the children and women. And my, my history is uh, about Brenda. Brenda is a, a girl uh, 12 years old. She started to be abused, sexual abuse, 
uh, when she was five years old in home by her father. And her father was abused too when he was a, a child. And when Brenda born, uh, he put all the anger that he had in on Brenda. And he started with physical abuse uh, from uh, Brenda born uh, until five years old. And five years old started the sexual abuse. And when the network uh, had an interview with mother, why you don't say nothing? What is happening with you? And the mother said, I never knew about that. I never. And she started to share with the members of the network, with the people that are giving uh, support, uh, spiritual, uh, psychology, and, and other kind of support, legal support. Uh, she said she say with uh, many tears in, in her eyes, I never knew about that until my, uh, my son uh, shared with me what is happening with, the, with Brenda. And immediately she went to the legal office and denounced the, the husband and started a process. But the mother of, uh, of Brenda uh, didn't uh, come to write and read and she came to do nothing because can to read documents or nothing, nothing. And the network started to, to teach to her uh, to read and write because the mother said, I want to be in the process with my, with my daughter. I want to be there with, uh, for, for her. And in six months, uh, she uh, learned to write and read and she started to be part of the legal process and the other other support that the the Brenda needs Brenda needs and it was very impressive how whole the family when when the mother take the brief to denounce to to learn about how come help the the girl change all the family change the girl, the, the brothers, and all, all the environment uh, take some kind of hope, and they started to be a new, a new family. Now, Brenda is in a shelter that the network has in Cochabamba. In this shelter, there are uh, many girls and boys uh, that uh, was suffering sexual abuse, and is a specialist in, sex, in attending children with uh, sexual abuse, and the network is working on that. The network is doing uh, the big difference in the life, not just for Brenda, it's for all the family. And they are giving a spiritual support, they are giving a new opportunity to take a best work because uh, uh, the mother of Brenda don't have work. But now she is part of the uh, team 
of one of the program that uh, network has. And this is very important for the family because she has now salary, she has now incomes to, to give full house and clothes for uh, her children. And this is amazing because this story starts with a sad situation very sad situation, but, but, but now it's jumping to hope, it's jumping to new life. I think the network is doing that. The network, the network is trying to find the best way to uh, bring solutions to the life of the families. Thank you. That's a really good example of how Viva works in practical ways, I think, and also for the long-term over many years, and also with a whole family as well. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, there was a story in the headlines here fairly recently, um, again, a sexual abuse case, and very sadly, a, a child even younger. And I know you shared a similar story on the Viva blog recently. Um, I wonder if you could just say a little bit about what the government is Boliv in Bolivia is doing to try to change the culture or to bring about prosecutions um, and the, these things go on for generations as you've as you said in Bolivia it's not easy to manage this kind of cases because it's a private environment in the family and many times the family are not good skills to 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 lead in the process and the, in other hand the government don't have a fast process or professional people leading with this process. And uh, when we put uh, some kind of claim in, in demand in, in the office, in the legal office, we need to wait sometimes six months to start or one year to start with the process because they need translation because they have a ori origin original language and not all the professional people know to talk uh, uh, the original language. Um, that is one. The other one is that the, they have a lot claims, but less people. And in one office, you can find one professional leading with all the process and claims in, in the office and one by one. And it's very, very, very difficult to change this culture. But the network is part now. Uh, in Bolivia, there are a national committee that is uh, working in best laws uh, for protect the children and the network is part of this national work uh, meeting uh, group, sorry. And I think this is good place that they need to be because if they um, change the law and influence the government, more children will be beneficiated. And I think the, the network is doing well because it's doing with the families, with the community, with the church, but with the government too. But it's a, a slow process, but it's doing now. Thank you. Yes, I think that's one of Viva's sort of unique characteristics, really, that it, it works to bring 
communities, churches, different actors together to bring about change. Carmen, your um, job, I'm sure, is, is very hard from some of the details that you've been sharing with us. Um, and you probably don't have a, a typical day in the week, but I wonder if you could just share a little bit about what your day might, what a day might look like, um, and also what keeps you hopeful in really difficult situations. You, you, you too. We don't have a typical and normal day. <laughs> Every day is uh, different. Every day has uh, different challenges, and every day we are more strong or more weakness <laughs> because uh, we um, we facing many challenges in with children but uh, uh, one day if we are visiting the networks uh, our day started with uh, our personal time with God and in the office we we have a normally we have a plan uh, for the day or for the week or for the month, and according to this plan, we have time with the team, with the uh, children or community, government, etc. But um, if we are visiting, we start with the team. We need to encourage the team. We need to to. To, to to are to be with uh, for them and trying to to put passion and hope because it's very stressing the work that they are doing because uh, sometimes they they have a call for the government and say we have a children and for example in one visit that I did uh, we receive a call and say we have a, a, a girl uh, was seven months and was very very sad because this girl was a sexual abused by her the boyfriend or boyfriend of the mother seven months and the girl died. And we need to go to the government, the legal people, and do all the things. And that was shocking. And that was a really bad day because in our mind, we can't believe that is happening some, something like that. And that was a hard day because all the day, we pass in office hospital and put the jail, uh, the guy, and many things. But in the afternoon, we need to be with the team, pray with the team, and trying to understand what happened. And I think this is the most hard part for us because it's not easy to rise again the hope and the passion because their heart are very, very sad. And I think this is, this is really hard because we need to be encouraged and strength and forget our own feelings 
in order to to keep they interested and passionate. I think this is uh, one of, of the most hard days that we had as a Viva team. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> it's very hard to know what to say to that. Um, so you, you work in really yeah, very difficult situations. Um, and I know you... Well, need our prayers. <laughs> so please let us pray for you now. Thank you very much for sharing all of that with us. Thank you.